a podcast brought to you by Energy Live News. Hi, um, good morning. My name is Cam Singh. I'm Director of Energy at CBRE. I um, have been at CBRE now for um, nine years and basically manage a portfolio of um, corporate clients, specifically looking at their um, energy management needs. Um, these are a mixture of pharmaceutical clients, banking clients, um, uh, large insurance companies, and, and so on. So a whole breadth of um, real estate type of clients that CBRE typically service. And you know, within those contracts, we are um, expected to uh, make significant um, improvements in the client's um, energy performance. So you mentioned a range of different types of large corporates there. Uh, and in your experience, what's the appetite for energy management and reduction initiatives across companies like that? Um, typically, what we're finding is that most of them are now making public commi commitments. So they're, they're actually making publicly stated commitments around what they intend to do to go, um, whether it be at one extreme to go net zero or whether it's something as simple as we want to reduce our carbon emissions by 15% in the next five years um, and any sort of um, uh, combination in between. Um, it varies from client to client in terms of you know how public that commitment is or whether they're just using it as an internal sort of operational goal. But generally, we find that there's very few clients that have not made um, a commitment. And it's quite often very much driven by um, sort of the what the peer group's doing as well. So if you take the banks, they're all very keen to know what the other banks have um, committed to and then will largely follow suit in terms of the type of commitment that they will uh, uh, sign up to themselves. Okay, so, uh, you know, it's, it's one thing to make these commitments, but there are big challenges in terms of getting an energy management program off the ground. Uh, what do you think those are? Yeah, I mean, that's a very good point that you make, Johnny. Um, there, there are a lot of challenges and quite often um, the clients don't necessarily appreciate um, uh, many of those um, challenges. Um, they don't, um, on a quite sort of obvious level, don't necessarily always factor in the fact that, you know, this is going to require some investment and, um, uh, you know, there's going to be likely a capital program that's, that's going to be needed behind this to actually deliver um, on some of these um, initiatives that we'll, we will need to um, implement to achieve the targets. So um, th there is always that sort of challenge immediately that you know they don't always appreciate it's going to cost them a lot of money. And then on the back of that CBRE, quite often uh, we would get tasked with then um, sort of the typical statement, which might be, you're the energy managers now. You know, go ahead and help us achieve this target, right? Um, and there's almost like an expectation that we we can sort of um, you know pull the savings out of a, a top hat somehow, right? Without without any um, investment. And I think that is one of the one of the big challenges. I mean, once they made the the corporate commitment, then you know, in terms of buying and so on, that's fairly straightforward, right? If the if the very top of the organisation has committed that we're doing this, it's not too difficult to persuade people on the ground that, you know, this is what we've got to do. But actually um, finding the money for it, I mean, it's a rare occasion when you find an organization that has got a, a big pot of funds set aside specifically for energy and environmental initiatives. 
Sure. Do, do they normally, uh, you know, once once a company's made these kind of green promises, do they normally then provide the re- provide the relevant departments with enough money to do so? More often than not, probably um, they don't really, right? And they don't give it the sufficient um, the sufficient level of funding that's required to quite often move the needle in a big way, right? But um, but you know if you look at the industry standard benchmarks or the unofficial not not standard benchmarks I would say more unofficial um, um, sort of uh, rules of thumb in the industry um, generally suggest that you should be able to at least um, achieve a minimum of around about a ten percent reduction um, in your energy consumption without spending much money anyway right uh, and and that's quite often the premise that we end up engaging. Um, uh, engaging with the clients on, right? So that you know, we know that without them spending much, there's going to be plenty that we can look at across the estate to make um, uh, improvements in energy efficiency that won't require uh, much in the way of capital spend. So you don't necessarily need to heavily invest to get meaningful results. Mm, not necessarily, but you know, if you are looking at, like I said, you know, if you're looking at going, you know, net zero in five years' time. That's probably not going to happen without some sort of an investment program. But if you're setting yourself targets, like I said, like, you know, we'd like to be 15% more efficient um, in our energy consumption over the next five years, that type of thing, from a standing start, you could, um, depending on how bad the state of the portfolio is in the first place, you could quite conceivably do that without spending um, very little in the way of um, uh, any sort of operational or capital um, uh, budgets. Um, to achieve such a um, savings, right? And yeah. you know, according to to the basic industry rules, you should be able to find them, them sort of savings uh, in a portfolio quite easily. Bring me on to my next question. Do you think it's possible for for one energy manager to deliver a program across a geographically diverse portfolio? Because sometimes these companies can, you know, span uh, many different sectors of the market or even many different countries. Uh, how can one manager kind of you know make that happen? And I mean, that's a very, very insightful question. And certainly as um, as CBRE, as as the largest global real estate company in the world, we come across that geographic um, sort of diversity often with the portfolios that we have to manage. And, you know, as I said, there's an expectation that we've we've paid for an energy manager now, um, that this energy manager um, is going to solve all these problems. My answer, I guess, is that yes, it is. Uh, it is absolutely possible to um, deliver in these sort of situations to these uh, portfolios that might be, you know, across the whole of the continent or in other cases globally. But it does take um, a big step towards making sure you absolutely understand the stakeholders that are involved in this type of a program. And you know, going back to the previous point. If the if the client organisation has made a corporate commitment, that corporate commitment is cascading down that organisation, and for us to be successful in this type of environment, we have to make sure that we actually have buy-in from lots of different people. Um, at the end of the day, one energy manager is not going to be the eyes and ears um, on the ground at every single site, but there will be facilities managers, maintenance engineers mechanical electrical engineers on each of these sites who know the sites intimately. And often, uh, as is the case, um, we saw these people virtually, you know, spent their entire working lives 
in one large facility and they're not like the back of their hands basically right and we we have to rely on those individuals to work with us and buy into um the uh, the program that we're trying to deliver i think that's really a lot of that is going to be the crux of my presentation at um at, um energy live um conference as well really right is you know just demonstrating the steps that we go through to uh, manage that type of a process and how we can get um you know successful results out of such a program yeah i'm sure the audience will enjoy hearing about that uh, have, have CBRE specifically been able to demonstrate lots of success in delivering programs like that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've got um, a, a number of um, corporate clients that have either European-wide portfolios or global uh, portfolios where you know we've we've had to pick up that challenge. Basically, you know, where you are the energy manager, we've got no money to spend. Uh, however, we need to see some energy reduction, right? And, uh, and in that sort of situation, we, we've got a, a couple of uh, very powerful case studies for how we've successfully run energy programs and um, got all the necessary sort of reporting templates and dashboards and so on and behind there to show, um, uh, to show basically that the program has indeed been a success. And, you know, I'll be sharing some of, uh, some of those successes and some of those um, uh, reports and templates and so on um, in the presentation at uh, Energy Life, uh, just to demonstrate um, how a global occupier, um, such as a large bank or a pharmaceutical company, might typically um, approach this type of uh, program. Okay, great. Well, I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing you there, Cam. Uh, I've enjoyed this conversation very much too. Uh, and just in, in in one sentence, why do you think people should come to Expo? Um, I think Expo offers people, I mean, in a market that is very, very fast moving and an industry that's very, very fast moving, I think it's a great place to basically make sure you are um, fully up to speed with what the latest trends are in the industry and the market. Uh, it's a, certainly, as somebody like ourselves, CBRE, we constantly get um, asked by clients, can you come and do, give us a presentation on what are the um, five key things we should be thinking about now um, in terms of horizon scanning uh, in the field of energy and sustainability. Right? And I think Energy Life gives a, uh, an excellent um, uh, platform for people to basically um, learn a lot of those um, knowledge points to then uh, go back and share with their organizations or their clients. Great. Well, uh, for those of you listening, uh, Energy Live Expo is happening on the 5th of November at the QE2 Centre in London. So we're looking forward to seeing you all there. And Cam, I'm looking forward to hearing you talk. Remember, you can register for Energy Live Expo. If you're interested in registering for this event taking place on the 5th of November at the QE2 Centre in London, just visit energylivenews.com slash events slash expo. That's energylivenews.com slash events slash expo and get registered today for free.